We go to King. King will barge over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's going to be to try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window get their second. You're listening to Lee Carson, Newcastle Hunters Home Rugby League. Welcome back to episode two of League Castle. A big thank you to everyone for their feedback on episode one of season four. Really appreciate everyone getting around the show again in 2022. Today we're going to jump into the Newcastle Rugby League and we've taken the opportunity to catch up with a number of the first grade coaches from around the ranks. Uh, so hopefully you'll appreciate some insight from each of the four coaches that we catch up with. Uh, we were fortunate enough to have chats with Matt Lantry, Phil Williams, Aaron Watts, and Steve Kidd. So really good opportunity to get a bit of an insight into four of the Denton Engineering Cup sides ahead of 2022. Of course, make sure to engage with us as well on all of our social media when you get the opportunity. That's where we're putting up a lot of our content around the upcoming rugby league season and what is going on in the local footy. They are, of course, Lead Castle AU on Instagram. Twitter and Facebook and sit back, enjoy our chats with the coaches and we'd love to hear your feedback so reach out to the show via the previously mentioned social media channels. All right, we're joined by Maitland Pickers coach Matt Lantry. Uh, Matt, uh, welcome back to League Castle. Yeah, thanks mate. Good to... Uh you know, we see the, see the 2022 season roll around. It uh, comes around pretty quickly. It certainly does, mate. Uh, after everything that's happened in the last couple of years with um, disrupted and cut off and shortened seasons, we have our fingers crossed that uh, we can get through a full season and, and crown a champion this year, a title which undoubtedly your club would be uh, pretty keen on, mate, uh, after what's been a couple of tough years for everyone around the rugby league circles. Yeah, certainly has, mate. We put ourselves in a, a really good position last year to give ourselves a shot at it, and um, yeah, it didn't eventuate. So, still certainly got to, to prove something uh, locally, that's for sure. And, and in terms of that, how has the preseason been? I know a lot of clubs, their trials and preseason training, especially in the last few weeks, has been uh, interrupted by the inundation of water and rain that we've had. Uh, how's things shaping up at Maitland, and how's the weather impacted that? Now, their pre-season's been really good, uh, on par with, with any other one we've previously had. But, yeah, like, like most clubs, mate, been really impacted, um, you know, with the weather probably the last, sort of, definitely the last two weeks. But, you know, then inconsistently across the course of the whole pre-season, basically. Um, you know, obviously, councils have got a job to, to preserve the, the, the green space and, and what have you. And, um, yeah, you're essentially at the mercy of your, your local councils, mate, and, and protecting those grounds, particularly when they're, they're shared with cricket and whatnot. So um, it's certainly uh, yeah been a, been a challenge. I think we've in the last two weeks we've done two gym sessions and haven't been on the park uh, leading to that Wyong trial. Um, and then we managed to jump on a ground um, last night, actually, for the first time in th- oh, three or four weeks. So. Uh, it's certainly been challenging, mate. Hopefully this weather will fine up and, and we can get a few sessions in leading into round one. Yeah, fingers crossed. We obviously saw round one last year was uh, a little bit interrupted by rain and a few games got uh, either punted or moved ground. So hopefully that's not the case in round one. 
uh, on the weekend of the 26th and 27th gets underway uh, as is scheduled, mate. But in terms of the, the pre-season there and, and you've had a couple of hit-outs, who's been the standouts? Who can Maitland fans look at, I guess, in terms of new signings or, or returning players to, to really step up in 2022? Yeah, we haven't been overly active on the recruitment front, mate, we um, have promoted a, a, our juniors through into into grade. Uh, and we've got the nucleus of our squad now that's going into their third year together, so that certainly helps. Um, we've got that, that consistency base there of player, which is always important. Um, yeah, the one guy that did uh, that has come back to to Maitland mates after a few years away as a, a junior is Lincoln Smith. Um, he was training really, really well. Uh, he's got himself in some great shape. He's one that I'm really looking forward to, to seeing play. Unfortunately, he's um, got a little bit of a hamstring there at the moment. So probably looking like he's likely to miss round one but be ready to go round two. Uh, so he's been quite impressive, mate. I haven't seen him through the trials. Uh, mate, hopefully he can turn through his pre-season into a good form on the park. Uh, it was always good to hear that a, so, a solid uh, squad uh, carrying over is usually a good sign to get a good start to the year. What about in terms of, obviously, Maitland, a, a pretty strong drawing area in terms of juniors. Are there any young juniors coming up through the ranks that uh, are starting to impress that we might see um, you know, some exposure in either consistently in reserve grade or, or poking their head into the top grade in 2022? Yeah, look, with, mate, with the, the Joseph Way competition getting back up and running, same with the New South Wales Cup, uh, we've lost a few to, to the Knights in town. Um, you know, uh, Jake Davis is probably another one that's gone down to Parramatta. Um, Kent and Cal Burgess are probably our big two losses uh, into the flag with Cooper Jenkins as well, mate. Um, you know, Tars Ridley are expected to potentially come back after the ball season. He's one that I'm looking forward to seeing him transition into grade. Played a lot of reserve grade uh, last year, but uh, debuted against Charlestown midway through the year. And uh, looking forward to seeing him play a bit of first grade this year. But the two that have been probably consistently with us uh, in our top squad this year has been um, Ethan Butterfield, um, which is the, the younger brother of Jaden. Uh, he was really impressive last year. Uh, got certainly some high hopes in the debut at some point through the course of the year. And Another kid uh, is Jackson Shade, who's come through. He's a Singleton junior, but joined us um, you know, two years ago. He's in his third year with the club. Uh, his trial form's been quite good. He's a tough young kid. He's another one that I sort of expect to see um, play a bit of first grade through the course of uh, 2022. So, yeah, mate, it's, those, those two kids, um, but in particular, and Shady at some point will uh, certainly get their crack. Um, our young guy probably going to jump into the halves come round one for our reserve grade side is, is Cooper Taylor who's still uh, eligible to play um, in the uh, in the 19s mate so uh, we've got a yeah, good, good crop of young kids we've actually got 26 registered under 19s players um, so you know our, 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 um, our junior numbers are, are quite healthy it's always good to see and uh, great to see some of the guys coming through and you touched on New South Wales Cup and, and Flegg being back I guess those competitions, hopefully, again, aren't interrupted by COVID. And if they can be back there, it, it gives an opportunity for uh, a lot of our players, you've already named a couple of yours that have gone in there, but to be put into that shop window, I guess, with the major competition of the Dent Engineering Cup as well. And I guess if they can perform well in, in our competition, there's certainly an opportunity in coming years. And we've seen a few names that you've talked about there that have taken a step and a few of the other coaches we've talked to this week where players can put themselves, as I said, in the shop window and, and step up into those next levels and, and build a career from this competition. 
Yeah, without doubt, mate. I think, um, you know, I'd like to see the Knights pay some, some real attention to our... Um, to our, uh, our local first grade competition. Uh, I think it's a, a tremendous standard week in, week out. Um, there's no easy games. And I, I see the competition going to another level this year with the quality that's across the board with with all teams. And I think um, you know, you're going to have to turn up week in, week out and ensure you're at your best. And, but mate, we played a trial against the Knights New South Wales Cup um, three weeks ago now, or four weeks ago. And, um, you know, we went down 10-6. We kicked our best team on the park and we probably... You know, win win that game and, and win reasonably comfortably. Um, so I think you know, uh, with with what's currently in at the Knights at the moment around that New South Wales Cup squad, there's certainly some local players. If the individuals are willing to go in there and, and give themselves an opportunity um, to, to to have a crack at playing at that level, yeah, it's definitely an opportunity there. And and as you say, it's looking forward to being a really hotly contested season. A number of clubs who had some challenges last year have recruited well and had some changes, so looking forward to seeing how that reinvigorates things. In terms of the competition, obviously, as we'll get into the back end last year yourselves, Cessnock and Macquarie were the pace setters and many will expect the three of you to all have the target on your back. Who do you see as, the, I guess, the, the threats or is it throw a blanket over the field at this point of the, the year with the, the movement of players and the new recruits that are coming in? Yeah, it's probably cliche, but uh, I said before, you know, I think the closeness of the competition is going to be um, you know, closer than it's previously been the last few years. Um, yeah, Cessnock and Macquarie will be, you know, quite competitive again. Both clubs have recruited quite heavily um, to build strength into their top squad, but also to build depth. Um, you know, and then across the board, mate, I think, uh, you know, teams like your, your West will improve, South will improve, um, uh, through to the uh, Berkey out of Lakes. We'll be doing a really good job with the young squad that he's got out there. So I think we'll see improvement in all our squads, um, or in all our clubs, sorry. And, uh, and we'll see the closest of that competition um, yeah, uh, be a, a significant factor um, you know, when, it, when it comes to the end of the season. Yeah, no, I think I think you're 100 right, and it seems to be the the common thread shared by or thought shared by most of the coaches we've spoken to so far is that it's going to be a hotly contested season. It was only sort of a year or two before we went into COVID where we had that really tight season. If we can get back to that, I think that's going to be great for the Newcastle Rugby League. Uh, in in terms of the pickers this year, is it going to be much of the same in terms of the style of football that, that you're looking to roll out? Is it going to be the, those fans that get down to Maitland Sports Ground to cheer the pickers on every second week? Are they expecting to see the same sort of footy? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, I think they play a pretty exciting sort of brand of footy. Um, in saying that, you know, we're not one to neglect the importance around the defensive side of things. We've built a lot of our games um, or our successful wins off off uh, our desire to defend and defend for long periods of time. We're quite resilient in turning teams away. And uh, we did that you know, quite well against the Knights uh, a few weeks ago in our first trial. So we're looking for that same sort of intensity and attitude towards our defence and then yeah with the ball mate it'll be quite similar um, in saying that you know it's certainly been thinking with some things across the course of pre-season and um, giving some guys a little bit more of a license to play some footy and, and play a little bit more eyes up based stuff that's a chance in their hands um, you know where they see fit so back in our, our skill level and back in our players judgment fit making to go and execute some things quite well and uh, hopefully it adds another dimension to our attack no, lovely, mate. It sounds like it'd be well worth the price of admission at Maitland Sports Ground to watch the pickers go round again in 2022. Let's have a quick look ahead, mate. Uh, it's only sort of 10 days, 11 days away till round one. You head down to Central, never an easy task. Uh, they've obviously had a, a few changes in their personnel, but 
their four pack's been um, sort of been quite strong with some experience there over the last couple of years. They've had a change, obviously, with Dylan Pythian sort of moving out of that squad in the New South Wales Cup, like you've had. What do you expect from Central in round one? Oh, that'll be uh, a yeah, tough opposition, that's for sure. It's always hard to go to Central to win at the best of times. Uh, they've recruited quite well in other clubs that gone out and uh, really strengthened their squad by bringing some players in. Kai Cooper's one of those. Manu Alexander, Maitland Jr. is sitting down there having a crack at Australian schoolboys. So they've got plenty of strikers at, at both uh, centre positions, mate. You know, very strong forward pack. Ryan Moss for compliments. He's rather loose in the halves. Um, mate, uh, you know, Certainly is, mate. Well, we look forward to uh, the season kicking off in, as I said, only about 10 days for the games on Saturday. You guys will play on Sunday at Scheduled Four down there at St John. Hopefully the weather's kind to us and we get all the Round 1 fixtures underway. But we look forward to catching up with yourself and, and some of the boys during the season, Matt, and uh, really appreciate your time uh, on the podcast today. And, yeah, let's keep on counting down towards the season. I, I think it promises to be a cracker in 2022 for the Denton Engineering Cup. Right, we're joined now by Central Newcastle coach Phil Williams. Phil, thanks for coming on the show. <laughs> nice to be here, Chris. Mate, uh, exciting times after what's been a very long break with COVID to have footy just around the corner again. Yes, it is. We're getting very close. We're only, what, 11 days away from playing our first comp game. So, um, yeah, we've got Maitland first up. So, it'll be a good test. Certainly. Well, mate, uh, I was just chatting to Matt Lantry just before yourself, and I know they're, they're chomping at the bit. It's, a, it's not exactly a local rivalry, but it's become a bit of a rivalry with both sides being reasonably strong over, over the last couple of years, and uh, there's no love lost between the two sides. So certainly be one worth uh, the, the local punters getting down to on Sunday the 27th. I think you're the only game on the Sunday of round one, so it'll be a cracker undoubtedly down there at St. John. Yeah, it should be. We'll see where we're at. Yeah, we'll just hopefully put in a good performance and see where we go. Yeah, great, great opportunity to start the season well. I guess one of the talking points has been a lot of player movement uh, leading into this season with the longer gap as well. Uh, you, you have to be pretty happy with some of the recruits, especially in the outside backs, the likes of Kaya Cooper and that that you've brought into the club. Yeah, yeah very excited to see. I know the end of those, the Senate, um, going to roll off. It's going to be a little bit of uh, strike power out, out in the back line this year, so um, yeah, it's going to be very, <laughs> very lot to have in the back field. Yeah, no, it's always good, and I had some depth. You certainly had a number of players that you know played a handful of games last year in those outside backs, so you should have some solid depth there, you'd have to think, which is a, a great representation for Central. I mean, uh, uh, a strong central is obviously good for the competition, and you'd be very happy personally uh, if if all the grades are performing well. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a club thing. Uh, what last year, close to thirty players. So everyone in the club has probably tasted had a little taste of first grade. So that's probably led into what we've done in the pre-season. Everyone's yeah, under notice, on notice that that they can get an opportunity to play first grade. It's always great to have that opportunity. And uh, I guess in terms of the competition, a lot of the coaches we've talked to so far seem to be of the opinion it's going to be a very even competition with those teams that 
struggled a little bit more last year, uh, having some changes, the likes of uh, Lakes and Curry bringing in new coaches and South have recruited well. Uh, are you seeing it as a competition that's going to be as even as any as we've seen uh, kicking off in a couple of weeks' time? Well, it's a it's the best competition outside of Sydney. So in the country, it's, it's the best competition. It's the hardest competition. You know, there's no easy games regardless of who you play. You know, the bottom to the top, every, every game is competitive. Uh, and they're first-grade football. So you know, everyone's got to be given respect about playing first-grade. Yeah, certainly right. And, um, yeah, it would be exciting to see if we can have a bit more of an even competition this year. But, as you said, you can't really sleep on any team. We saw West start slow last year and, and then come home with a, a wet sail. Do you think that West will be one of the big improvers? Who do you see as being, you know, is, is there a side to beat? Is there a side that's got the target on their back with no Premier as such from last year? Oh, it's just the unknown. I, I don't know. I haven't got a great idea on who... Who or what players have moved and gone? To just basically worry, worry about central, how and what we're doing. Uh, we're going to be trying to be competing as we can each week, each training session. So that's what that's what we're trying to do. But oh, I don't know. You know, you're going to have the West, you know, Macquarie's, Tessnox, Maitlands, yeah, yeah, yeah. The usual suspects. Yeah, 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 and then. Then okay, I've I've left out Lakes and Curry, and they're going to be improvers. So, you know, <laughs> and Lakes beat us same last year. So, yeah, you know, <laughs> each team is a uh, is very willing. Yeah, and and in, in terms of your squad and, and and Central, I guess we've talked a little bit about the recruits. Uh, is it, is there any any young guys coming through the ranks, local juniors that that are ones that maybe watch for Central fans in twenty twenty two that you think might either be really you know improving through the ranks or even popping their head into first grade in those um, competitive positions you're talking about before? Well, look, over the last three years, um, but we've used thirty blokes like last year. That the year before it was nearly thirty four. So everyone's sort of got an opportunity, but like there's probably the the Lockie O'Briens, the Tyler Donnies, um, Fletcher Kennedys, um, you know, even the Kane Anderson. Um, <laughs> they're all, well, 20, 21, but, you know, they're, they're, they've already had a taste of first grade. So there's probably no, not going to be any real surprises, but just the quality of players that we've brought into first grade over the last couple of years, you know, there's there's strong competition for all positions. No, it's always good to see, and, and that name that you touched on there, Kane Anderson, obviously, um, will be fighting to emerge from the uh, the shadow of Cameron. Undoubtedly, that'll be a nice little <laughs> to see how the two of those develop alongside. But you'd be happy having both of them at full flight if they managed to nab spots in the first grade squad because they're both very talented athletes. They are, they are talented and very quick. So um, yeah, like sort of Kane. Is still playing his cricket, so he's probably a couple of weeks away. But um, yeah, he's uh, he's a very talented athlete. And, and in terms of rugby league down at St John Oval, the fans that get down there in round one and later in the season, what style of rugby league are we expecting to, to roll out for for Central Newcastle? Undoubtedly, you've laid a platform of fairly physical stuff behind the likes of Junior Akika and Co. In the last couple of years, is it is it going to be very much the same? You know, really grind it up through the middle and then earn that opportunity to go wide. 
Uh, well, we've got a little bit more strike this year, so there might be a little bit more free-flowing footy. Um, but the style will still be basically the same. Like, it'll be hard-nosed and um, yeah, it'll be entertaining. Well, that, that, that's <laughs> One way like. or the other. That's what we like to see. It gets the bums on seats. So it'll be like like pretty much all the grounds and all the coaches we've spoken to, undoubtedly well worth the price of admission. So mate, we will let you go. I appreciate you jumping on the show uh, early in the season and we look forward to catching up with you during the season and maybe a few of the boys. I know you've got a handful of uh, some real characters down there that we, we usually get on the show during the year. So look forward to catching up with them as well. And good luck for, good luck yeah, for 2022 great. and hopefully some uh, really strong crowds to kick off the season and, and especially round one down there against Maitland. Yeah. I think so. Thank you. Thanks, Phil. We're joined now by Macquarie Scorpions coach Steve Kidd. Kitty, welcome back to the podcast, mate. Uh, you're a bit, of, a bit of a regular almost over the last couple of years. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. Uh, I'm happy to, happy to help and, and happy to help promote the game, mate. Mate, uh, season 22, 2022, just around the corner. Hopefully we can get some sort of normality after the last two seasons we've had. Um, I guess there's probably a sense of unfinished business a little bit out your way after, you know, sitting right there where the whip, when the whips were cracking before COVID shut everything down. Yeah, it was a shame. We were sort of in that mix there, in that, in that top three or four, and, and we'd give ourselves a good chance of, of going fairly deep into the comp, but... Um, yeah, these things can't be helped and uh, everyone's health and safety and that's probably a little bit more important for you but yeah, hopefully we can uh, get a full season in and, and see how we go. Yeah, it'll be a w- wonderful thing to get a full season of footy. We've obviously had a lot of those challenges but as you say, COVID's impacted a lot more than footy so uh, just fortunate we can get back out on the paddock this year. Mate, um, the pre-season out at Macquarie, how's it been? I know for a lot of clubs in recent weeks, rain has really impacted in terms of trials, training, lots of things. How's the continuity of training and, and the squad been? Yeah, it hasn't been too bad. It's, uh, we got that little COVID hit just before Christmas there and we, we shut down for a couple of weeks pre Christmas that we plan on training. But um, yeah, and the rain's been the last couple of weeks. But um, mate, our group of blokes, have, you know, they've, they've ripped in. We've gone pretty hard. We've got James Dries as our strength and condition and he's pretty hard on them so they're, they're up to speed and um, yeah just looking forward to, to getting some games in now so uh, it's been good we've had good numbers and yeah we're just excited about playing now yeah first hit out last weekend the uh, the Lake Macquarie grudge match in the trials mate uh, what did you take away from that yeah it was good actually it was good competitive trial decent standard for a trial so um, yeah we've got a bit of work to do on, on certain areas but um, yeah, we got we got plenty out of it. So, um, I'm sure Lakes did as well. It was, it was a pretty good hit out. So, um, had a look at some new players. So, um, yeah, there are a few new players in the squad. Dayton Searle and Will Lussick have, have come from, from Dubbo region and, uh, and Wellington. So, um, we had a look at them and, and, and they did really well. And, and yeah, starting to gel as a unit. So, it's not too bad. Yeah, and, mate, um, obviously most clubs bringing in some players, but Macquarie's had a history over recent years of bringing young guys through. We obviously, we've seen, you know, the likes of Royce Jeffrey in recent years through to the likes of Cal Briggs last year, who was, you know, you know, obviously a really good find. And we know what that family's delivered to local rugby league. So probably not outrageously surprising that another Briggs was superbly talented coming into first grade at that age. But is there anyone we can expect to see maybe pushing for those first, that first grade squad coming through from the local juniors uh, this year? Uh, there's a couple of young kids that are 
starting to really come out of their shell. I mean, they're still in 19s or just out of 19s, but um, there's a good little group there. Obviously, probably a smaller junior base than a lot of the clubs, but uh, young kid got a game time in first grade, Jack Burke, on the weekend. He went uh, he went really well. Uh, we've got some blokes like Dean Morris, who's been in Reggie's the last couple of years, but um, he's a really talented outside back. Um, the team playing at some stage of the year. Um, and there's some good 19s, uh, Leg Brothers um, and Blake Sampson. They're all blokes that we look to push up in the next year or, or a couple of years. So there is some kids there. It's, um, it's always nice if we can put a bit more time and effort into to some of our locals and, and bring them up to speed up, up in the grade ranks. But um, there, is, there is a little bit of talent there. Yeah, it's good. And obviously we talked with Curry coach uh, Aaron Watts earlier and we were talking about the fact that now, not only with New South Wales Cup being there, but just the fact of our competition being a major competition, it really starts to put some of the young, talented players um, and even the guys in their sort of mid-20s, as we've seen Dylan Pythian going back in the New South Wales Cup alongside a few others from the competition last year, for those young guys to take that next step up. And, and I suppose your club's had a success story last year with, with Fletcher Myers coming out there and then he's gone on to play for Manly. So a great opportunity for young guys putting themselves in the shop window. Yeah, it is. Um, and... You know, myself and Matty Roach, my sister, we're really invested in, in giving young blokes a crack. You know, if they're good enough, you know, we're happy to play them. And um, we don't get many back from the Knights, to be fair. It's, you know, out of town, so it's, it's hard for, for kids to want to travel out there. But, um, you know, I also don't see much merit in stockpile and good 18, 19, 20-year-olds in, in reserve grade and, and 19. So, um, yeah, when we do get kids, talented kids like that from the night system, we... We obviously like to give him a crack and, and Fletcher just, just keep right on and hope he does really well in Manly. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty important for not only our comp, but for, for the local kids and, and the Knights. I think that they do play at a high level when they do come back to locally. Yeah, 100%. Well, we're looking forward to season 2022. From all reports, it looks like it's going to be a really competitive season. I know talking to the likes of, of Aaron at Curry and, and some of the guys involved in South and Lakes who might have had some tougher years last year that they're certainly expecting their squads to improve. Who, who do you see as the sort of the pace setters? Is it going to be the usual suspects of Maitland and Cessnock or do you think it's going to be sort of throw a blanket over the competition, certainly in the early stages? Uh, yeah, I think Maitland, you know, what they've... You know, being able to retain and, and how they were last year. I think obviously they're the, the standout. I think Central's uh, signings have been outstanding. Um, I think Kyle Cooper especially and, and Ryan Walsh back in the following. They'll be they'll be really hard to beat. But it, it is a pretty open comp. I think anyone can beat anyone on their day, and, um, which is exciting. It's, it's a great standard. I'm sure the I'm sure the Central Coast boys will be you know they'll look, they'll be a little bit better for the experience last year as well and. I'm expecting the entrance and Wong to improve a lot. So, um, yeah, I, I just think it's a great competition and um, very open. So it's, it's good every week. Every week's a new challenge. So it's, it's a pretty good exciting competition. Yeah, it'd be great if we can get back to that point, I think, a year or two before we sort of had the COVID-impacted years where I think it came down to sort of the last round or two where teams could run from second through to about seventh, just depending on results in that last round. So if that happens, then Newcastle Rugby League's in a great spot. Yeah, 100%. I understand it's um, exactly what we want in a competition. There's nothing worse than being in a, an 18 round comp and four, five, six rounds in it. There's a massive breakaway to top four or five, and the rest are just playing for pride early on. So, um, yeah, I, I don't think that's going to be the case. It'll be very competitive all year round. So, um, looking forward to it. Yeah, certainly. And, and obviously, looking ahead, round one, you have your, your you start the season at home, which is always nice out there at Lyle Peacock, undoubtedly. 
you know, a, uh, a pretty rampant crowd, usually in at Lyle Peacock getting behind the side. Uh, what are we expecting? Is it going to be a similar sort of, I guess, obviously the side's been known for a fair bit of punch out wide the last couple of years. Is that going to be a similar sort of story in 2022? Yeah, we've got a, we've got a really good back line, really quick sort of back line. I mean, we played for them a couple of times last year. Um, but I think our sports mate's pretty, pretty underrated. They're, they're no nonsense. They just get a job done and they all know their role really well. I'm, I'm really happy there. I think Lou Higgins is, is in the top couple of uh, middles in the comp. I think he's pretty underrated. And, um, yeah, our forwards sort of don't get the recognition. They lay a pretty good platform. But yeah, I don't think it's any secret that you know our back line was pretty sharp last year and we scored some, some wonderful tries. And mate, we're, and then it helps keep the crowds in there too when you're playing good footy. So um, we'll be more, much, much more of the same. But um, yeah, we've, we've got a nice balance across the whole the whole park, I think. Yeah, lovely, mate. And in terms of it, how do you prepare looking at your draw? Obviously, you do start at home, but then a bit of a run of away games. Does that pose a bit of a challenge, or is it just you sort of take that in your stride and say, well, that means we're going to get a run of home games at a later point? Yeah, exactly, mate. I think it's, uh, last year we had a similar, similar run. I think we might have been away for the first three weeks, and then, um, but you get that cold winter month in the middle of middle of June, and you're, you're um, you know, it gets really hard for blokes to want to turn up and, and work hard, and uh, it's pretty helpful when you're three home games in around the middle of the year. So, um, yeah, it doesn't doesn't phase us too much. Um, and we've got some tough road trips early on. So, sorry, at Curry, Cessnock at Cessnock. Um, it's probably not a bad thing to knock them over early, get them out of the way. So, um, and like venues, we like playing that. But, yeah, it's a pretty, pretty rough crowd there at, at Curry and Cessnock to go and play. Trying to get them out of the way. And, um, we get them at home later in the year. It's probably a good result. Yeah, definitely, mate. And um, I guess we'll uh, look forward to I guess, hopefully catching up with you guys when you've got a few wins on the board. And undoubtedly, uh, the Scorps boys always uh, happy to jump on the podcast. I know uh, the likes of Royce, Jeffrey and co. will uh, always throw their hat in the ring, mate. Uh, although uh, many of them, will, many of the boys will tell, tell us that we need to get Royce and, and Joe Woodbury and a few of the others on video for the uh, to keep the female fans happy. <laughs> yeah, well, Joey done a little bit there for Newcastle Rugby League the other day. And, um, yeah, he loved it. So I'm sure he'll be sure he'll be keen to, to do whatever you need to do and uh, he's uh, very media savvy at the moment so um, but yeah now the boys enjoy like, supporting the, the comp and um, they sort of know that you know they need to drum up some, some interest in the community and that as well and you know, that's what we try and do is, is keep that community engaged and, and Newcastle rugby league in general so um, yeah I'm sure they'll be happy to come on and do whatever you need Excellent mate well all the best it's only uh Sort of nine or ten, oh, sorry, ten or eleven days away till we kick off the season. Uh, the twenty sixth of March, your first home game out there at Lyle Peacock, up against South Newcastle. Uh, there's plenty of cracking games in round one, so the fans should certainly get out and support. And as I said, mate, uh, hopefully catch up with yourself and some of the other boys during the season. Uh, once Macquarie's got a few wins on the board and uh, charging deep into that top five as the season heats up. Yeah, hopefully, mate. Um, I think it'll be a great year. But um, yeah, always happy to come on. Always happy to help you out. So um, good luck with it for the year, and uh, I'm sure you'll do well again. We're fortunate enough to now be joined by Curry Curry Bulldogs new coach Aaron Watts. Aaron, uh, formerly in charge of the rep side, mate, uh, jumping in on the club scene with Curry this year. How have you found it? Yeah, mate, it's, uh, it's yeah, it's been really really good. Um, you know, the club's like a, a very passionate club and uh, with a with a rich history, mate, and it's um, something that I'm I'm really looking forward to. 
it's certainly a uh, it's a fairly unique fan base out there. As you said, they're pretty rusted on out at the graveyard, mate. Uh, undoubtedly, you'll have plenty of support this year. What's going to be the keys in 2022 to improving on the on the probably challenging season in 2021? Yeah, mate, it was a challenging season. Um, I, I think like, just player numbers and whatnot were, were sort of challenging for the club. Um, but we've recruited fairly well. Um, you know, and I, I think just, yeah, trying to get back to, you know, I guess a bit of a country sort of feel or, you know, making making everyone at home and, and seeing if we can, you know, stick together and, you know, create a bit of a culture. In, ter- in terms of signings, uh, obviously there has been quite a bit of player movement in the competition. Uh, one of the factors affecting that for a lot of clubs is the, is the New South Wales Cup returning as well. Uh, who, who, I guess, has been the, the keys coming in so far and, and who have been those ones impressing you during the pre-season so far? Yeah, well, look, we've been pretty lucky. Look, we've still got Mitch Cullen there. Um, he'll, he'll be our captain in first grade. We've still got him there. Um, and we've, we've got a lot of guys from out of the area that, uh, I'm looking forward to see play that uh, I've either had something to do with before or, or coached them or assisted them or something like that. Um, probably the main guy that's sort of, I guess, impressed so far is probably Harry Duggan. Um, he'll play in the back row for us somewhere. Um, yeah, he, he'll be he, he's sort of one of the guys I'm looking forward to see, see perform. Um, and, yeah, a, a young boy, Jesse Whiten from out uh, Dubbo Way. I'm looking forward to, to seeing him, him have a run around, mate. It should be, yeah, fairly exciting. Yeah, so um, obviously looking at that, I think I think you've got a couple of those, the young guys that have come through from the, the Eels squad and Duggan's one of those uh, that yep. was in the Eels system previously. So that sort of experience will obviously add, even though they're probably not as advanced ages as some of the more experienced ones that are around the competition. Yeah, that's exactly right, mate. But I guess the benefit with that is that they're still, you know, it's still really young. Um, so they're still going to be pushing for an opportunity to further their career. So... Um, it's about sort of getting a stepping stone for them back to you know, Harry's coming back from a bit of an injury and so Ethan's coming back from a bit of misfortune in Sydney. So, you know, they're keen to, to put the best foot forward and see where it can take them. Yeah, and I think I think that's one of the great opportunities, obviously, about our competition here with the Denton Engineering Cup now being a major competition is there are clubs watching it and obviously that puts these young guys who might have, you know, come up against a bit of a hurdle in their developing careers, a chance to put themselves back in the shop window. So good performances early in the season can certainly uh, set them up for the future. Yeah, mate, you're exactly right. And there's like there's some young kids that are coming through that are from sort of up the Hunter Valley Way or out west. So they'll come through, and they, you know, they could surprise a few people as well. So I'm looking forward to, you know, just getting a couple of games under our belt, getting getting sort of the squad settled, and yeah, seeing how we seeing how we go. Yeah, in terms of local juniors, is there many names that we can see coming through? Are we expecting to see you know some of the young guys. We saw a couple of young, um, I guess. Names that are fairly synonymous with the club, with the Lanane name popping back up in first grade last year. Is there, I guess, any names to watch there that might be on the fringe yeah, or pushing through? Hundred percent. Yeah, mate, for sure. And Brody, Brody is one of them. Brody Lanane. Um, he yeah hasn't missed a session all preseason. So um, it's his first full preseason, he, and he's, he's really ripped in. And, and there's him, you know, there's Lockie Hill, uh, Ethan Miscott, and there's a couple of younger guys from in town as well that um, that'll yeah help out in that sort of in that area and keep the I guess keep the morale and keep the excitement there for, you know, a bit of enthusiasm. Yeah, lovely. You talked about a country style of football. What does the what can the curry locals and the curry uh, faithful expect in terms of style of football from the Bulldogs in, in twenty twenty two? Yeah mate, we'll be competing. I guess that's that's our biggest word, like and biggest biggest focus. We'll we'll compete and yeah, um sort of that never give up attitude. So we'll be fairly fit. Um Defend hard, get off our line hard, and um, yeah, just try and minimise our mistakes. And um, and yeah, I keep coming back to just competing, 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 just 
be there turning up, um, ready to ready to rip in. And talking of competing, first round of the season, you get to kick off at home, which is always a nice way to start the season. You'll take on Lakes on Saturday, the 26th of March, scheduled for. Uh, they're in a similar boat to yourself, a bit of a, a change in the garb with Ian Burke coming back on, obviously his experience as a coach and a few moving pieces there. So both sides probably you know, looking to get that win on the board. What's going to be, I guess, the key to chalking up two points in round one at home at the graveyard? Yeah, just, just to be ready to play um, and, again, use that home ground advantage to it to, to sort of get us home. Um, you're right, Lakes will be really strong. They're rebuilding. So I know Bubba will have them ready and extremely fit. So uh, we'll need to be ready to go. Lovely. And, and in terms of, you know, the competitions that shapes up, obviously your Coalfields opponents are two of the ones that are ones to watch we've seen. Uh, Cessnock obviously bringing in another, a new coach as well in Harry Saker, who's got NRL experience. He's signed Peter Godney and a couple of other names there. Maitland, they're always going to be strong. Are, are they the two pace setters that you're sort of watching? Who else do you expect to be sort of um, the ones with the targets on their back early in the season? Yeah, mate, I think the whole the whole comp is going to be um, really strong. Uh, you're, you're right with the Coalfield side. They'll be, they'll be extremely, extremely strong, um, especially Maitland and you know, I think the Central Coast sides would be be better for the run after last year. They've got a couple of, you know, really handy coaches down there as well. And you know, you throw in the mix all the all the top sides in town. I know Central recruited well, and you know, West and South are always strong and whatnot. So I don't think there's going to be an easy week. That's for sure. No, it's a great thing about our competition. Is um, certainly you know, there's no easy game. There's no game you can take lightly. We saw that a number of times last year where there was some upsets thrown amongst it. I mean, West were. Obviously, a slow start of the season, and then came roaring home before we got nipped in the bud by COVID. So you can't really write anyone off. Uh, there's always some dates, though, for Curry that you do mark down in the calendar. And one of those, this will be a cracker. Um, it's marked down for the Easter weekend, the Cessnock uh, local derby up at Cessnock. Uh, is that one that's obviously talked about in the club? It's one that is really key, um, I guess, in terms of that local rivalry. Yeah, no, not really, mate. Um, I'll be honest, we haven't sort of spoke about any of the other sides. Moving into the into the first round, like we're just trying to focus to get everyone on board and, and make sure we've got our, our backyard in order, you know. So uh, that's our focus. We haven't haven't even discussed any other sides at the moment. So uh, obviously there will be the rivalries there, and, and and that's 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 what you want, and that's what's good for the supporters. Yeah, a hundred percent. And you know, it's, it's always refreshing to hear a coach is just focused internally. So uh, look, we're certainly looking forward to a resurgent curry. In 2022, I think it's a, a great sign for the competition when the likes of Curry and Lakes get back up amongst uh, those top sides. And the more even the competition, the more exciting it will be as we head through towards August and September. So uh, we wish you all the best. Uh, thank you for taking a few minutes to catch up with us in the lead-up to the season. And hopefully we'll be uh, catching up with you in a couple of months' time and, and Curry's sort of flying high. And uh, undoubtedly you'll have a throng of Bulldogs faithful getting down to the graveyard regularly on a Saturday or a Sunday. Yeah, mate, appreciate the call. And, um, yeah, hope the season ends in the year. Thanks to the four coaches featuring in today's episode Steve Kidd from Macquarie, Aaron Watts from Curry, Matt Lantry from Maitland, and Phil Williams from Central Newcastle. We really appreciate their time as we head into the season. We also appreciate you guys giving us a listen. Uh, we look forward to bringing you some more Denton Engineering Cup previews in the coming week ahead of their season kickoff, and then also the Newcastle and the Hunter Rugby League as we start to look ahead to it with it kicking off the subsequent week. Uh, a bit of an apology today for the sound quality in a couple of pieces of the show. Uh, we've been recording remotely due to some other commitments, which have just made it a little bit more challenging for the quality here, but appreciate you persevering and listening through. 
Again, make sure to follow all of our social media channels, Leadcastle AU on Instagram and Twitter, Leadcastle AUS on Facebook. Uh, make sure to engage with all the content and get involved. If you've got any questions or any guests you'd like to see on the show, then certainly shoot us a message. Uh, let us know what you'd like to be seeing and hearing from us during the year, and we'll see what we can do to try and deliver. Uh, really looking forward to footy only being just over a week away on the local scene, and uh, in the interim, of course, you will have the chance to get down and cheer on the Knights this weekend against the Tigers. That should be an absolute cracker at McDonald Jones Stadium. So a big thanks again for tuning in to League Castle, and we look forward to catching up with you during season 2022. We go to King. King will barge over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's going to be to try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window get their second. You're listening to Leadcastle, Newcastle, Hunters, Hunters, Rugby League.